Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Good Fight Podcast, Season 2, Episode 29. And this week is a very important week, um, as the midterm elections are next week on Tuesday, so there's a lot to prep for. Uh, There's a lot of voices out there that we need to um, decipher and listen to, um, and now is the time we've been talking about for a long, long time, and finally we have the chance for our voice to be heard. Yeah, Denver. It's uh, so nice to be here on the on the threshold of this, and and uh, we we really have to stand with it open handed because we have to be ready for whatever outcome. We know what we've been working towards, praying towards. Feel like it's the right thing to work for. The seems like the wind is blowing in the right direction, but we have to be ready. The like Psalm ninety seven, the Lord reigns, and he he's going to be just as much on his throne uh, a week from now than uh, as he is today, no matter what the outcome happens. And yet, uh, we do want this to be kind of a like our our, our final uh, midterm kind of pep talk uh, for our listeners and. Uh, we know that a lot of our target audience are conservative Christians, and and we want it to be as as open to to everybody else. But uh, a lot of uh, a lot of today's focus will be kind of in that context. So just wanted to let you know that. But um, uh, we want to pray, Lord, break my heart for what breaks yours, and we want to be sensitive to that. What the Bible clearly speaks out about we want to clearly speak out about and to work towards. So that's our goal, and we'll be back in a second to lay it out for you. We're back with our midterm pep talk for you, our listeners out there, and just to to lay out some just some more things about why uh, we as as conservatives, as uh, as thinking people, um, and and even the conservative Christians uh, can and should seek to influence our our culture and our world and our society. Uh, with the things that uh, seem to be either common sense <laughs> or that uh, that God has laid out and for us, uh, uh, just want to let you know. A little later in the in the episode, we'll lay out a little bit of what some of the crit our critics might be saying and a couple of comments about that because I think that's important to be sensitive to that, and yet we have to weigh all the evidence, come to a conclusion, and be very uh, bold, appropriately bold in our uh, articulation of those. Yeah, I think being a a Christian conservative, you know, there's a lot of people who claim to be that out there in the world today, and um, and, and I think if if you're truly a Christian, you're going to want to govern uh, your thoughts and and towards politics from that first. And um, there's a, people who claim to be that way, but they just disregard some things that are in the Bible and are very clear. Um, so I think that's a good thing to decipher as we as we go on. But I just wanted to mention that. Yeah, and I think it's good to realize one of the brilliant things about our, our republic, uh, as opposed to a democracy, we're in a democracy, everybody has to vote on everything. But in our republic, we're supposed to, most people are, a, are supposed to be able to go about living their lives and raising their families and doing their jobs and, and enjoying their, their, their children and, and, and hobbies and for believers presenting the gospel and stuff like that. 
and and so the brilliance of that is we can elect representatives to deal with the issues of how we order society and what what we should do and that's great and so not not everybody needs to be as is involved or into that as as denver and i and and some others are and in some ways that's one of our callings one of our jobs and we hope that 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 our voices can be credible uh to you so that you can uh trust us and maybe go about living your lives <laughs> a little bit more. So I, I think that's that's really good to remember that one of the things we're working on is for us to have that freedom to live our lives as as we feel like God's leaving us leading us. Yeah, I agree. That that's a, a great beauty of of the system and that we don't have to focus on ourselves voting on, you know, legislation. Um, but I think there's a balance and we have to do you know, our part to educate ourselves to, to elect those representatives, you know, when the time comes. So there's a great balance right there. And, and now is the time to, that we actually get that chance. So. Yeah. And one of the things our critics say is that, uh, that, that, that we shouldn't be out there trying to do this, that, uh, that, that, uh, in in church, we shouldn't be advocating for one thing or another. And there, there are probably things that, um, that the that the church maybe really shouldn't spend a lot of time working on, but um, but at the same time, there's a lot of track rec- track record biblically and historically uh, for Christians speaking to rulers uh, about uh, either things that they are personally doing wrong or things in society that are wrong. And just a short list that they came up: John the Baptist very boldly talked to King Herod about an immoral relationship that uh, that he was in. Uh, in, in early uh, Christianity, the Roman Emperor Theodosius uh, was engaging in practices that were clearly unbiblical, and Bishop Ambrose called him out on that. And and he did end up, uh, after throwing Ambrose uh, uh, under the bus for a while, um, did repent uh, in there. <clears throat> yeah, and as we continue to talk about um, the idea of um, being in a republic and having free will, I think that's one important thing to remember that in America, the people are sovereign under God, of course, that has given us free will uh, to choose these things. And as we have these examples um, um, and we have free will, that, that's something to give thanks to God for, but we want to do right by that. And so we need to ask God for for uh, direction and wisdom and discernment as we, as we decipher candidates and we decipher the different voices out there. Um, to to really find what 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 God wants for um, for our country, our our state, and especially in this election, our city. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, I think I, I love uh, the the quote. There's a, a, a Martin Luther King. Uh, and by the way, when we do quotes, we we try to vet them because not every quote that's out there is is historically has been proven to be by that person. But from everything I could see, this uh, Martin Luther King said this, and I, I love what he talked about. He said, the church must be reminded that it's not the master or the servant of the state, but rather the conscience of the state. I love that. It must be the guide and the critic of the state and never its tool. If the church does not recapture its prophetic zeal, it will become an irrelevant social club without moral or spiritual authority. I love I like that, that being the conscience of the state. You know, the church and state are both, uh, should be on par with one another in terms of their uh, different spheres of authority. Uh, but the church has every right and yes, an obligation to speak into things of the state. Yep. 
And as Christians first and conservatives second, we must clearly speak where God and the Bible clearly speak. For example, on abortion, on gender, and on family. And those are three things that are very clear cut. And there really isn't, from a Christian standpoint, there's not a lot of wiggle room. And, and so it's very clear to us. And so we can be confident when we speak out on those things. Yeah. And for those of you that aren't Christian believers that are listening to us, we're, we're not proposing a theocracy. Okay. Anytime there's a theocracy, uh, sinful men, sinful people get in the way. And we're not proposing that. Uh, and and there are lots of ways to to to, to think about uh, and and accommodate and and try to be sensitive to people uh, like people that are in crisis pregnancies and you know the issues that lead people into that kind of thing and uh, how do we handle people that in in terms of gender who really do have that kind of same sex attraction and and those those feelings are significant and they mean something. But there, there. It doesn't mean that we rewrite uh, what God has clearly shown to be uh, uh, male and female as a good distinction. We could go go on from that. Yeah. Well, and you bring up a great point that we, we have to be sensitive towards these things and and and, and other things. But um, from our moral standpoint, you know, we understand where where the line is drawn. And so I think our challenge is to find the balance between that. And I know for me, that's always been the case, is finding the balance between um, uh, finding common ground between the people that I just, you know, fundamentally disagree with. But I'm always trying to, to find that area, and, and, and that's kind of where, where I am in, in my challenge. Yeah, and, and people of goodwill... Uh, that are willing to listen to reason and acknowledge there's some kind of a moral foundation that's there, uh, uh, we'll be able to do that. And uh, we, we pray that we're headed back to a time when that can be the case. Yeah. Um, just a, a couple of other points uh, about, you know, some people say, well, why, why don't we just stay silent and not get involved? Okay, because it'll all work out. It's always worked out. Okay, and yet, um, uh, you know, there's again, there, there are some places in 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 scripture where more uh, that's worked out. The people have done that, and just a couple of uh, other examples that. Um, uh, you know, even in the wedding vows, uh, you know, it used to be, you know, if if anyone has any reason not to to say this, and the point here is that uh, that speak now or forever hold your peace. And so if we stay silent on things that are happening with the Bible clearly speaks to, then there's a sense that we're, that, that our guilt is implicit in that. And that's why, you know, I, I feel like it's way more feeble than I want it to be. I did some door hangers for proposition one, uh, uh, the abortion up to the moment of birth. And, and after that, the, the uh, thing. And, uh, and I think that that's good to, to remember, you know, in, in common law, uh, it said that a party's failure to act or speak, it's called the rule of tacit admission, that there can be some guilt associated with that if we don't speak out about that. You know, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, uh, lots of that kind of stuff. And, and from a historical standpoint, when the people are silent, um, the government can get away with so much. And, and Brian has talked about on this podcast uh, the German church and leading up to World War II, and that's just an example. But 
many times throughout history, when the people are silent, you know, the government can get away with things. And certainly now is, you know, no different time. And, <coughs> excuse me. And so we have to speak up about these different things that are going on, the common issues, um, hold our representatives accountable. And the biggest way to hold these representatives accountable is by voting them out. Yeah. Uh, here's a quote that's attributed to Martin Luther, uh, and yet it, it wasn't completely him. There, there are some of his writings that, that kind of resonate with this, but uh, whoever said it or made it up, I, I believe it. He, he, he talked about the difference between uh, professing to be a Christian and confessing, that, in other words, living that out in life. So the quote says, if I profess with loudest voice and clearest exposition, Every portion of the truth of God, except that little point which the world and the devil are at the moment attacking, I am not confessing Christ, however boldly I might profess him. So uh, I think it's, you know, we need to look at exactly where God or where the world and the devil are working. And those areas that we just listed, the abortion issue, the family issue, the gender issue. And then, you know, you look at the the, the crime issue and in inflation and the economy. If we're not willing to speak out to those areas when they're an issue, then we're not really doing our job. Yeah. And those, like Brian said, those are the biggest issues of today. And so we, we have some some moral issues and um, but through everything, we need to do two things. We need to pray and, and ask God for, for what we can do. And two, just think critically. Because some, thing, some things, by just thinking critically, unlike some people in the world, <laughs> you can kind of figure out some of the answers, like to inflation and stuff like that. Yeah. I uh, One of our resources uh, today is going to be a link to a, uh, a message that happened at my church uh, at Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, uh, by a man named William Federer. And uh, it was it was kind of a pep talk to, to Christians about some of these things, and and you know, I, I used some of that information to come up with the outline for today's um, episode. But uh, there's a good quote uh, that we want to play for you now from that message uh, talking about how maybe these times are designed to to give us kind of a rude awakening as a church and to make us help us encourage us to stand up and rise up and realize that we can make a difference and that God is hearing our prayers and is very sensitive to those prayers and there's lots of scriptural precedent for that so here's this that quote by William Federer so so it's going to be a rude awakening for church members who think they are spiritual by not getting involved. When they wake up and realize by their silence they're giving consent to sin, they're inviting the judgment of God upon their head. Here's the thing, and I'm being, I'm being real, real spiritual. When they're being silent and they're giving consent to sin, they're inviting the judgment of God upon them. Okay, and we are back. Um, and we, we're really not wanting to be melodramatic with all of this, but, but more so motivational. And we still have the opportunity to do this uh, with a week up towards the election, and it matters. There's a common spiritual metaphor of people being asleep and missing critical opportunities, and certainly this is a critical opportunity uh, for the United States and um, I guess the overall picture, but with the midterm elections, it really focuses down to to your local area, and so that's where things start, that's where things manifest, and um, that's what we're focused on right here. Yeah. And here's uh, that the song I quoted earlier was a song by a worship song by Brooke Fraser. Uh, talks about you know 
break my heart for what breaks yours. Everything I am for your kingdom's cause as I walk from earth into eternity. And we're, we're not in eternity yet. We're still walking on earth and we still have a chance to make a difference. Uh, and so I think for us as, as Christians, it's important for us to decide, is this the bridge too far? Uh, where is that bridge too far that I've got to speak out? This is not right, and we cannot let this go on in our society as long as there is 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 breath in our lungs and we have the ability to do that, which we still do in this country. And I think I uh, I would speak for both of us when we're saying that that that's a lot of what we're fighting for is the ability to do that. Yeah. And, uh, and, and so this is not the time just to lie back and think, oh, there's nothing I can do about it. There's a lot that we can do, uh, starting with voting. Yep. And we are vessels to do God's work. And, yep. and that's, that, that's how I try to think about it. And, um, and so just, you know, every time in prayer, just asking God what I can do, um, and, and for him to show me that. And, um, when you get a feeling, um, when you get one of those nudges, um, uh, that that that's from God. You need to do your best to try to act on that. So, yeah, yeah. Let me just say a little bit about what some of the the critics of of of, of us <laughs> uh, might be saying, and uh, we've we've covered it a little bit just in terms of well, uh, we shouldn't be mixing church and politics and Christ and politics, and uh, and we want to be sensitive to that. And I think part of what we let get used against us is our own desire to be right and, and be a people of goodwill and to listen to all people's opinions. And yet I don't think we can let ourselves be duped to what, what amount to be uh, kind of emotional arguments that, that are so focused on micro things that we miss the macro stuff. So, um, you know, people are going to point out historical inconsistencies. Like I think it's arguable that, uh, that the church uh, was not enough on the cutting edge to confront segregation and some of the, the racism that was around them. And uh, even up to the point of the civil rights movement, just kind of being agnostic and silent like we're talking about right now. And yet we can't let, let that be used uh, against us because this is not 1950 and 1960. Um, and um, we can't be pushed into a corner by that. Um, uh, I, I've also heard this thing. Well, uh, so many, and it, it's always white evangelicals, which that's a whole other thing to, uh, to put out the kind of division that's being sown up there. But yeah, they, they don't really read their Bible enough. They're just thump. They just th like to thump it. Well, and that you can imagine a certain mindset that's really going to resonate. Uh, with and yet, uh, we are we want to be grounded in scripture, and most of the people we're surrounding ourselves with and quoting want to be grounded in scripture. And I would argue that the case of not reading it enough or not reading enough of it <laughs> maybe that would be a good way to counter that. Okay, that you need to read enough of it, not just uh, specific things, and that we want to be sensitive to the micro issues. And there are people that are be are called to to minister in micro issues, like you know, being a sociologist and and dealing with the exceptions and the people that kind of get ground up and spit out by the machine. And 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 we want to be sensitive to that, but we can't let that. Um, uh, shield us from looking at how people are on purpose dismantling the uh, the macro issues, the big things that you you're not allowed uh, uh, to to believe certain things about gender and uh, and life, or you just get canceled. That that that's not right. 
Well, that's a great point. And, and to go off of that, everybody's place in the good fight is different. Some are just barely surviving, but, and some people are, are made to be dealing with those micro issues. That's where God has placed them and some with the macro things. Um, but all of us can do, can do something and, and in just a little bit. And I think something that we can all do is be informed, vote, speak, and listen. And, um, I think that's, you know, something that, you know, we can all agree that, you know, that that's what we could do. And I think by listening to, uh, to podcasts and, um, you know, especially people hosted by, you know, Brian in Denver, I think that's probably the best thing you can do. Um, but you know, taking classes, um, Hillsdale college has some great courses you can take reading the Bible coming to Christ. Those are things that we can do. Yeah. Yep. And we're, we're trying to do this podcast and trying to make it count for something, uh, and and some are called to do much, you know. Our my pastor um, Jack Hibbs and Charlie Kirk and the the, the Bartons at Wall Builders and uh, and all uh, I think are called to do much out there. And yet, for each one of those person, there's a host of people behind the scenes uh, that are working in the small ways in order to help help them. So we all have a place in that. And I really hope and pray that no matter how the uh, this election turns out. Uh, that we will be able to respond accordingly. And our next broadcast will likely be in response to whatever the outcome of this is. And, uh, and we hope that you'll hold us to that, that if things don't go the way that we have been praying and working towards, that we'll be able to get up, pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, praise God, and to go on seeking to try to love him and serve him and share with people how they can be with him in eternity. And uh, because that's the most important thing. Yep, absolutely. And so when, if you haven't filled out your battle, your ballot yet, school board, city council, um, and, and judges, I can't stress enough how, how important judges are, especially in today's world. Um, so just do your best and, and do your research. And again, listen to podcasts, especially, you know, podcasts hosted by Brian in Denver. <laughs> yep. Just to pick something at random. Yeah, that's great. We're going to give you uh, one more quote from uh, William Federer, and uh, just as a um, uh, just our, our chance to make a choice. You know, who who are we going to listen to? Who are we going to follow? And uh, and who are we ultimately accountable for our decisions in this? So listen to this quote, and we'll come back with a little wrap up, and then uh, appropriately, I think, close in prayer. I think he's pushing the world to a decision-making moment. You know, we're the bride of Christ. Every love story, Hallmark movie, builds up to a decision-making moment. A forsaking of all others and choosing the one. I mean, the whole movie is building up to this one point, right? He's, he's, I believe the Lord's pushing the world, pushing us to a decision-making moment. And he's letting it permeate so that I don't think we're going to sit this one out. I don't think we're going to be able to keep our heads low and hope it goes well. I think he's calling each one of us to make a decision. And some people are going to choose all others. <laughs> They're going to say, what are people posting about me? What do they say? Are my friends, you know, I don't want to be, I want to be followed. I don't want to be canceled. And other people are going to forsake all others and choose the one. All I care about is Jesus and Jesus only. And I'm going to face him someday. And I want him to. In a lot of ways, that quote kind of summarizes the, uh, the, the passage in Joshua where it talks about uh, this day, choose whom you will serve. And Joshua says, as for me and my house, I will serve the Lord. And, uh, you know, Martin Luther saying, you know, here I stand, I can do no other. 
And just I just my impassioned <laughs> impassion of my heart is that uh, I, I want to please God over anything, and that's what motivates me. And I'm sure I'm not right in everything. I'm not perfect, but I have to go on and and act on that and speak on that. And so I hope that even if you disagree, that you will hear the sincerity of our hearts and that you will join with us in prayer for for God's will and God's way in this. Yep, and that's the most important thing. And we've talked about the main thing, and and that's always good to keep in mind um, as we live our lives, you know, every day. Yeah. So just in closing, uh, you know, uh, Christians have historically run toward the noise of the battle. Okay, if there are issues, uh, we've started hospitals. We have uh, gone into uh, to help or and help started orphanages. Uh, arguably, even started a new country <laughs> and had a, had a, a say or had a part in that. Um, and it doesn't take everybody or even a majority. It just takes a dedicated remnant. So if we feel like we're alone or outnumbered, uh, welcome to the club. Because in biblically, that's probably more often been the case than not. Uh, but now is our turn. This is our battle, our crisis, our war. And um, I just, I think for me, uh, kind of as I'm getting closer to, the, I'm closer to the finish line than Denver, probably. Uh, my parents in World War II, they fought their war at the beginning of their lives. And this is my war to fight at the end of my life. And I don't think it's overstating it to think that it really is, is a battle for how our country is going to be uh, run and organized in the future. And uh, I want to be all in. I, I want to run down and enlist in that because I, uh, for the sake of my children and grandchildren, the stakes are just too high to not do that. Yep. And so now we have to rise to the good fight. And there's lots of work to do no matter how the election goes. But for the next week, there's three things we can do. And that's pray, vote, and stand. Stand courageous. And uh, would you join me in prayer? Lord Jesus, we thank you for uh, the hour and the uh, the great um, precipice we stand on of this election coming up. We've tried to work, do our due diligence, pray, speak. Uh, we know that there's a lot of voices out there, a lot of opposition, and we're seeking to do everything we do is unto you. So, Father, we would pray that you, above all, your will would be done. But, Lord, from everything we can see, we pray that you would help to work against uh, the the things that out there that are that are, are are evil and that you will bring about good and we feel like that there's one side in this battle and right now it's a political uh, battle that there's one side that's more that more more and better lines up with that than the other and we know that neither is perfect and that there always are going to be there's always going to be brokenness and yet right now if we really think about everything, this is the conclusion we come to. So we thank you. Thank you for our listeners. We pray your blessing. We pray that you'll bring people out to vote. We pray against any uh, dishonesty on any level. And we thank you that uh, at the end of the day that you are Lord and that you reign. So it's in that context. We praise you. We thank you. We adore you and leave this in your hands, even as you have uh, given us things to do in the process. So I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that. God bless you, everybody. Keep fighting the good fight. And uh, we'll look forward to our next episode where we can kind of see how the Lord has answered this and what do we go from here? Because that that's really is the hard work is going to start after this. Yeah, no matter absolutely. What. Yep. All right. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. Okay. God bless. Bye.